Good day everyone and welcome to another episode on Grey Area. It is your host, Olu Olubichiku. And I am glad to welcome you to another exciting episode. An episode with an exciting topic. A topic that has haunted the human race for years. It has haunted the human mind. It has haunted the human spirit. It has even haunted the human consciousness. Because this is a topic that not so many know how to balance them. Because we don't know the differences. And it is with great pleasure that I present to you to this topic, which says the differential concept between being spiritual and religious. The differential concept between being spiritual and religious. This is a topic that I won't deal with alone. I'm not going to be the only one talking on this topic alone. I'm not going to be the only one that is going to help us understand the concept, the differential concept that these two words carry. So, I am honored to have not just a guest speaker who is now a family to the podcast show. It is no other than Alasa Edelofo Paul. And we will be welcoming another of our great guests again, Precious Essie. Together, we are going to help dilute this topic in a way that you all will be able to understand. You will grab the, the essence of what this topic is talking about and you will be able to know that you, you've acquired achieve and learn something today and i believe that by the end of this podcast you will be able to differentiate your spirituality from your religious consciousness the next voice you'll be hearing will be that of alasa at the level paul and he is going to take us into the introductory part and he will also help explain with with examples that you and I can relate with. So sit down and enjoy this episode. Thank you. Good day. It's a um, great area and um, another episode. And I am super, super happy and excited about this topic. And um, I've been invited again and today's topic it's going to be with another speaker uh, my eloquent and intelligent um, friend and precious Irawi SA and our host Ulu. thank you for giving us the opportunity well basically today's topic is the differential concept between being religious and being spiritual and basically i would come from my own angle i'm I'm still going through in some some medical parts of it well maybe you've heard about spirituality but you're not really sure what it is well it is different from religion and 
it is a choice like my fellow um, speaker Precious has said now what is spirituality spirituality is something that's talked about a lot but is often misunderstood many people think that spirituality and religion are the same thing in fact they've been used almost interchangeably but because of that they've they've brought about or they've imputed their beliefs and prejudice about religion to discuss about to discuss about spirituality though all religions emphasize on spiritualism as being part of faith building but it's a totally different concept and that's what this whole topic is about okay so let's be pretty clear about both of them religion a standard definition would say it is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices usually shared by a community or a group why spirituality is more of an individual practice and has to do with having a sense of peace and purpose it also relates to the process of developing beliefs around the meaning of life and connection with others without any set values now the difference between them now as diving into the topic the differential concept one is organized and the other is free form one way to understand the relationship between spirituality and religion is to imagine um a game of football i would use that the rules the referees the opponents um take for example manchester united and chelsea um the field markings will help guide you as you play the game in a similar way that religion might guide you to find spirituality um kicking the ball around a park without having to play on the field or with all the rules and regulations i, I know we all remember our street football but still expressing the essence of the game which is football is similar to spirituality in life you can you can do both you can just do one you may identify as being any combination of being religious and spiritual but being religious doesn't automatically make you spiritual and vice versa so now why do people actually practice spirituality or why do people key into spirituality life can be full of ups and downs trials tribulations good times and bad times so many people see spirituality as a great way to seek comfort and peace in their life also spirituality is a way of gaining perspective and that's where this topic is hitting the, the the nail on its head spirituality recognizes that your role in life has a greater value than what you do every day it can relieve you from dependence on material things and help you to understand that your life's greater purpose spirituality can also be used as a way of coping with change or uncertainty now many persons would ask so am i being religious or am i being spiritual 
my other guest, the other speaker, Precious, he has spoken to us, told us so many things about how we need to key into what is more important. And that is what has been the issue with us as as Christians, as Muslims, and as other religions. We do not look at what is important. We look at the we are taking it from a myopic perspective. We are not looking at it from God's own principled perspective. We're looking at it, we're keying in too much with the human factor. God is spirit, and hence we should act or key into our spiritual side. Spirituality has to do with having a sense of peace and purpose in life. And with uh, some portions from the Bible that um, Precious also highlighted about the Good Samaritan. Now, sense of peace and purpose in life. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes that passed the man who was beaten by robbers and left to pop or beaten to pop, left for dead rather, they were going to their respective place of, of their places of worship or prayers. The same thing that happens these days. You see, most Christians on a Sunday morning or Muslims on a Friday, they are going to their place of worship. Some, no generalization, some. And they see some persons in despair or but in their mindset, they are thinking, oh, I do not want to get late for church. I do not want to get late for Friday prayers. I do not want to get late. I want to listen to when they are saying the Bible lesson. But someone is there. Someone is there needing help. Now, to what, what they are doing to themselves is, is supposed to be the right thing. I'm going to worship God. God said we should worship him, right? We should worship him. So I should be going to church. I should be going to the mosque. But Christ said, who has done more good? It was the good Samaritan, the person who who tended to the man's wound, his injuries, fed him and gave him water and put him on his on his donkey. Take him took him to a, um, to a, a clinic or an inn. That is the person who has done well. So we are way too religious in Nigeria. I have to use a, democrat- a demographic setting than being spiritual. We are neglecting the most important things and keying into the less important things. Now, spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives. Like I've rightly said, it has to do with a sense of peace and purpose and feeling connected to something that is bigger than ourselves, which is the most important thing. It typically involves a search for meaning in life. And there are so many or plenty of spirituality examples. You could exercise it in a religious setting and in non-religious setting. Non-religious setting that I'm coming from is humanism, showing love irrespective of tribe race community um, um, belief religious belief you are showing that human part of you which is love 
and that is the most important thing like from the bible where um Christ said he was going to some will go to his left and to the right hand side and then he will tell those at the right hand side that um when when they saw him they gave him water they gave him shelter they covered his nakedness he was in prison they visited him he was in the hospital they visited him and then they they popped a question like when did we see you and did all these things and it was like as long as you've done it to another person you did it to me that is humanism that is showing human love and care and that is a way to connect to spirituality that is a way to remove religious biases and key into the spiritual perspective that god wants us to be that is looking at the bigger important picture another way is environmentalism social actions you see when people lay their lives down for example presently we are all i told you i was going to always chip in the medical aspect of things we are fighting coronavirus covid-19 and we hear in the news stay home stay safe um the doctors the nurses the pharmacists and all health all the healthcare workers are saying please you should stay at home so they would not be overwhelmed with so many cases you get but you see persons are still they don't care they show in fact they come with the religious biases i know for certain there are some person no mentioning a particular um congregation name they tell you so so and so disease is not for us and our pastor has said that our man of god has said this our cleric has said that you understand we are not made for this we are not made for that that is being religious but spirituality will make you understand that god himself has given instruction and has said to his people that you should also listen to the government to the authority in your land you understand apart from obeying your parents obey the authority in your land in fact if you even go through the bible if um uh, the last plague that was to kill each first the first born of each um person in egypt god told the israelites to smear the blood of a lamb on their doorposts that the angel of death will pass and it will pass over believe you me if any of them are defaulted and not um heed to that instruction they would have gotten the same thing as the egyptians did So now it is not by saying oh my pastor said malaria is not for us coronavirus is not for us this is the persons we've had more than 25000 person who who've died in the united states of america you cannot say that most of those persons were not christians or were not children of god nobody is mocking their deaths but when you make words and statements like oh i'm a child of god you are mocking you're trying to mock the spirituality part that god is trying to let you know that this thing is bigger than what you're saying so how can we start to express spirituality when you think about how you see yourself 
in relation to your friends, your family, and your world. Then you identify what is important to you. Think about the sorts of changes you would like to see in yourself and in your world. Then try to describe your authentic or true self and think about the values you want to live by. Take time each day to connect with your natural environment. Meditate. And then read books about alternative ways of living a good and responsible life. Now, you see most of them, the rel- being too overly religious, uh, they'll tell you, oh, um, if I am not reading... Or, or like, the other day, I was, I was listening to something and... On, on it was a video on Twitter. It was a live video, and the gospel artist was saying. Some Christians will tell you that they cannot listen to worldly songs, right? Or songs that worldly songs are from from Satan. My question is: Who gives the knowledge of music in the first place? Is it Satan or God? Wisdom has been deposited to all men from God, right? Now. You can literally, the other tell you some lost songs. It is not, it is worldly. A good Christian, a good Muslim, or any other religious person could connect to people spiritually without making your song your religion base. You could, it's the words, the words you speak. Could be of messages to connect people spiritually does not mean it has to be under the category or the umbrella of a certain stereotype now that is basically that spirituality and being religious another example i'm going to talk from medically is the fact that some sects they will tell you we do not receive blood it is against it's against the commandments of God. We do not allow... Some person will tell you they do not allow surgeries. We do not allow this. We don't want medications. God is our healer. Every, you're being religious. Those... God, God can make his miracle happen as he deem fit. And he is going to use people as vessels. And that's the reason why he has given knowledge and wisdom for doctors and nurses and healthcare workers to be able to know the anatomy and physiology of people and to be able to do, to, to be used as vessels to rock miracles. And that at the end of the day, all thanksgiving will be given to God. So I employ every one of us that we should live a lifestyle of removing every form of religious biases and keying into what is more important. What is more important is keying and connecting to the spiritual aspects of our life. Thank you. Thank you, Alasa Edelofu Paul, for that interesting, exciting an enlightening introduction and explanation. In fact, I myself have learned too. With that being said, I'm going to chip in my own part of this whole religious and spirituality. Now, I won't go. I won't. I won't start with defining what religion means, 
or what spirituality means since my first speaker have done that so i'll just jump right into this session now being spiritual and being religious is something that a lot of people have have misunderstood over the years and it has somehow made them or disabled their their mindset or their mentality to balance both what i'm trying to say is being religious and being spiritual they are intertwined but we need to try to like we need to make sure we don't we don't mix them together despite one has to go with the other but it doesn't mean that one detects for the other i'm going to explain over the years i've seen a lot of christians who are religious but they are not spiritual and i've seen a lot of muslims who are not too religious or who are not religious but they are spiritual and you tend to ask yourself why is this muslim better than this christian i keep having a saying no religion is false they all have their atom of truth in them there is no religion that needs to be discarded because for every religion there is a basis where that religion started from that religion started from somewhere that means there is an atom of truth that that religion carries so we don't need sometimes we don't need religion to be spiritual we need to be spiritual so that we can acknowledge our religion we need to be spiritual so that we can appreciate our religion but we don't need to be religious to be spiritual what i'm trying to say is for example you are about to do something bad let me start with that you are about to steal now you don't need to be a christian or a muslim to know that stealing is bad on your own you should know that stealing is bad you want to kill someone you don't need to be a christian nor a muslim to know that killing is bad on your own you ought to know that killing is bad so what i'm trying to say is that you don't need religion to build your spirituality but rather you need your spirituality to acknowledge your religion there are so many things about life that we don't really need religion to help us decipher the truth we just need what knowledge understanding to decipher the truth and knowledge and understanding has to deal with the spiritual because even we christians when we want to pray to god we don't pray to god to choose the church we want to go to we don't pray to god to choose the religion we need to belong to we pray to god for wisdom and understanding we pray to god to guide us on the right path so what so coming back to being religious and be spiritual we are just simply talking about your mindset it has to do with your mindset it has to do with your reasoning you are doing certain things and you try to act like 
you don't care you have to you try to act like it doesn't matter you try to act like okay this particular group of people are lesser than me they are not lesser than you you are as human as they are and they are as human as you are what differentiates the both of you might be that present state that present position you have so just because you are in a higher position in life doesn't mean that that person or those other people you are disregarding won't get there that mindset is something that needs to change and sometimes religion hasn't really helped in changing that mindset but what can really help you change that mindset is your spirituality because a lot of churches these days they don't just you go to some churches and they preach about wealth about money about standard level of life but they fail to give you the real spiritual nutrients that you need to grow as a person and to grow as a decent christian they teach you things that you need to know so that you can grow as a luxurious christian which is wrong you first need to teach people how to make money before you can prophesy into their life that they're going to make money you don't just express someone who is lazy who lazy about at home you sleep up you sleep you wake up in the morning you go to your you, you just go to the kitchen you pick up something to eat and you go back to bed and you're expecting that by the end of the week somewhere somehow money should just fall on top of you it doesn't work that way so as as a clergyman as an imam as whatever you are or whichever position you are you 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 have in whichever religion that you 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 belong to you need to learn to teach your people how to do something before giving them the 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 prophecy that whatever they are going to do will be fruitful you can't prophesy into a lazy man's life that he's going to be rich where will the richness come from god is not a fool god is not dumb he knows what he's doing even even the children of israel when they pray to god that manner of that that god should feed them when they were you know going to the promised land god sent that manna from heaven but he did send that the manna into their plates they had to still go out to fetch the manna into their plates meaning you have to go out there to work and a lot of churches are skipping this part they skip the part of telling you need to go out to work they just tell you manna is going to fall from heaven but they forget to tell you that you need to go out there to get the manna because they have so much made sure that they 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 they, they const- I, I don't know how to put it like they chain you into that mindset of you need to only be religious and throw away your spirituality and that is very very wrong i keep telling people you don't need someone to prophesy into your life but rather you need someone to teach you how to live a prophetic life there is a difference between prophesying to someone's life and teaching someone to live a prophetic life you can prophesy from now to next year into someone's life and the person won't be successful but you can teach somebody how to be successful you can teach somebody how to acquire success but you can't just prophesy success into someone's life it doesn't work that way now going further about this religion and spirituality now we've come across people 
who bring about the love of God or the statement, I am a child of God, in the sense of the downfall of others, which just as in and, and in the life of others, and these are just you know religiously myopic. These people are religiously myopic. You know, you claim to be a child of God in the downfall of someone else. I tend to ask people, you were involved in a motor accident, a lot of people died. Probably you alone survived and you came to the church and you are giving the thanksgiving that ah, out of everybody in the car, only you survived. That ah, God loves you too much. So those people who died, God don't love them. We forget to understand that everybody is loved by God. We are all created in the image of God and we are all loved by God. Just because you survive doesn't mean that God loves you more than the others. These are things that have haunted, let's say, the human consciousness, like I earlier said, for years. People have so much used religion to, to grade the downfall of others. You are not successful, it means you don't go to church. You are not successful, it means you don't serve God, you don't believe in God. But we forget that there are a lot of people who are not even Christians that are doing well in this society. So what does that tell you? Spirituality deals with your consciousness. It deals with what you think, how you reason. It is with what you actually believe in. Thank God for, I won't say thank God. Let's say, let's use this coronavirus, this COVID-19 pandemic situation as an example. A lot of churches have been locked up. Mosque has been locked up. Now, we will get to know who are the true Christians. Or who are the spiritual Christians? The spiritual Muslims. You wake up in the morning. Your friend is going to church. You are not going to church. That friend, autom- that friend automatically starts to see him or herself more righteous than you. And it's very wrong. You go to church. I don't go to church. But my way of life is way better than yours. What does that tell you? I consider people... You go to church, but you don't consider people. I don't go to church. I put the feelings of people into consideration. You go to church, but you don't give a damn about the feelings of people. Now, does that make you a true Christian and make me a false Christian? Or does it make me a, false, a, a true Christian and makes you a false, a false Christian? These are cases we need to ask ourselves. Because we've been... A lot of us have been in the situation or have been in situations whereby we come across people who just see us as as if our next door neighbor is Lucifer. But at the end of the day, when we get to see what they do in secret, we tend to be overwhelmed. But I've come to see that I don't need to be surprised because those people who even claim that probably they live with God in the same house are actually the people who are not spiritually minded. They don't think like God. They don't think the way God thinks. They don't try to see things from the perspective of God, but rather they, they just they just see things from their own perspective or probably they see things from their selfish mind. They just want to please their conscience. Every time is myself. Every time is myself. So I will, I, I will, I would I would be so glad if we could at least 
Once in a while, we try to ask ourselves, am I being spiritual? Am I being religious? And you can get some of these answers from, from your actions. There are some actions you've done. There are some actions you've, you know, you've exhibited towards people, towards people around you. And from that, you ask yourself, am I being religious or am I being spiritual? Because all these things is what makes you stand out as a true Christian or as a true Muslim or whatever religion you, 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 you follow or you belong to. Now, another example. Spirituality is your mindset, your way of life. Why religion is what guides you spiritually or is what guides your spirituality. Now you go to church to learn about God, but it still depends on you to believe what you want. That is where your spirituality comes in. Religion is a guideline. It's a guide. It just guides you, but it doesn't detect how, you, how you're going to turn out. You can go to church 10 times in a week and you still turn out a false Christian. Why you can go to church once a week and you turn out a great Christian? So, religion is just a guide to your spirituality. But it doesn't detect how your spirituality turns out to be. So, we need to learn how to differentiate our religion from our spiritual mindset. You can't be clouding your spirituality by your religion. In the sense that you can't always judge your your mistakes by your religion. You can't judge your loopholes or your setbacks or your or your yeah your setbacks as a Christian based on religion. So many people will be like, eh, I went to church and what the pastor preached today, he said that when we get home, anybody that don't come to church, we shouldn't greet them. And you tend to ask yourself, if your pastor tells you when you get to church, don't greet people who didn't go to church. You need to ask yourself, does this even make sense? Who are the people who makes up the church? It's you and I. Now, if you are to convert somebody into the Christendom, do you go to meet somebody who already knows God? Or do you meet somebody who doesn't know God? You meet people. have no idea of who God is you talk to them, you convert them so you need to we we need to start changing our mindset and start looking for a way to balance our spirituality from our religion because regardless of what religion you belong to spirituality always have one goal and that is to make us a better human here on earth is to make sure that by the time we live here, we, are, we will be remembered for something positive. That is what spirituality is all about. Spirituality is to guide us so that we will be remembered for something good. So regardless of the religion you belong to, regardless of the religion you, you worship or whichever God you believe in, your spirituality matters. Because your spirituality tells if you are good or if you are bad. Your spirituality 
is what defines you as a good person or as a bad person. Because we've seen a lot of Muslims who died as good people compared to a lot of Christians who can't even be remembered for because there's nothing good to remember them about. Look, let's say for example, the richest man in Africa isn't a Christian because a lot of Christians will come to me and be like, you need to worship God, you need to go to church. I'm not denying the fact that you don't need to go to church. You need to go to church because even the Bible says we don't need to despise the gathering of the brethren. You can go to church. But are you a good Christian? Do you quantify your, Christ, your, your Christianity level to your income, to your level in life? The richest man in Africa isn't a Christian. He's a Muslim. So many rich men in this world are not even Christians nor Muslims. They are just atheists. But yet, they are doing well. They are good. They give arms. They give to the charity. They, they do this, they do that. And people talk good about them. The world you are living in today, nobody cares about if you are a Christian or a Muslim. Just be a good human. Be a good citizen. Be a good neighbor. Be a good friend. That is what the world is after. Nobody is even after your religion anymore. Nobody is after whether you are a Muslim or a Christian or an atheist or a Buddhist. Everybody just wants, just be a good person. Now, look at the world you are living in this 2020. Under this coronavirus pandemic. Everybody is locked up indoors. Nobody is going to the mosque. Nobody is going to church. Everybody is indoors. Now, ask yourself. Now, do we need church to determine if you a good Christian? She, I think everybody is at home now. Even on Sundays, everybody's at home. Because a lot of people have quantified they are going to church for being a good Christian. But now, everybody's at home. So, at the end of the day, both who was going to church before and who... In fact, who wasn't going to church before and who was going to church before, everybody's at home now. Now we get to know people who are the true Christians. Before, people don't go to mosque on Fridays. So, both people who go to mosque on Fridays and people... Who do not go to mosque on Fridays. On Fridays, everybody's at home. And we get to know who are the true Muslims. So don't let your religion blind you from your spirituality. Because if you do, you're going to just miss the world. Well, I've said a lot. And I'll give room for my next guest speaker to speak on this topic to talk on this topic because this topic has, is something that I would say pe- people, a lot of people don't really know what it means some people act on peer pressure a lot of people go to church because of peer pressure not because they want to be spiritually conscious ah, my friends are going to church now let me go there house. am I the only one that will be at home Am I the only one that will look like I'm not a Christian? But they forget that they might even be better than those going to church. So, you can go to church. But just like I tell people, as you are going to church, carry your spiritual mindset along with you. 
don't just go with an empty brain don't go with an empty mind carry your spiritual mindset with you that is why a lot of us we go to churches where they brainwash us into false truth and we come back home with a hollow brain because we, we didn't go with our spiritual mindset so the false religious teachings saw a vacuum to fill and we come back home acting on those things and at the end of the day we turn out to be false Christians but if you carry your spiritual mindset with you to church you get to know when you are being told the truth and when you are trying to be brainwashed and you can be, and you can easily avoid or prevent being brainwashed but when you leave your spirituality or you don't even have one to start with then you go to church and anything the pastor feeds you be it truth or lies it just goes into the vacuum fills it up and you start acting on it consciously or unconsciously you start acting on them my previous speaker talked about blood transfusion a lot of religion kicks against it but there are a lot of great people who were saved by it a lot of great men who were saved by it and in turn those people helped in building up the society now as a christian on that mindset about being spiritual and being religious i'm I'm sure my guest has said it before you have a tithe. You know your tithe can feed this family of their hunger, can solve this family's hunger. But you know you want to take that tithe to church. The moment you're taking that tithe to church, you are being spiritual. No, sorry, you are being religious. The moment you take that tithe to church, you are being religious. But the moment you give that money to that family to quench their hunger, to quench their taste, that makes you a spiritual Christian, a spiritual Muslim. But no, you say no, ah, this is tight, it's for church. You carry you carry tight to church. My dear, you have not you, you didn't do the work of God, you didn't do what God gave you that money for. It's good to pay your tight. But it's also good to help. A lot of people, our tight can feed the family. Especially in this pandemic situation, our tight can help a family buy a cup of rice. Can help a family put gas in their cylinder can help a family do one or two things to serve one or two miscellaneous things in the house but we take that tithe to church why there are people who are hungry and we tend to ask ourselves am I being spiritual or am I being religious take example for Cain and Abel there was no Ten Commandments then there was no Bible but the death of Abel was asked of Cain Cain was questioned by God. Where is your brother Abel? Then there was no Bible. There was no Ten Commandments. But yet, healing was bad. So you see that in this life we are living in, we don't need to be, we don't need the Bible, we don't, need to, we don't even need our religion to let us know that certain things are wrong. On your own, you should know that doing this is wrong. That makes you spiritually conscious well the next voice you'll be hearing will be that of my guest precious essay Eraui, and he's going to chip in his own ideas his own two cents as he always says into this podcast so that you too can learn 
and know what it means to be spiritual and to be religious. Yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Ulu, for this opportunity given to me to be part of this podcast. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for inviting me. Yeah, I'm grateful, sir. And we have a topic at hand, which is the differential concept between being spiritual and religious. The differential concept between being spiritual and religious. What a topic. I, I got this topic and I was like, this is the topic we should be talking about right now. I mean, this is the topic for the season. It's something we should all talk about, especially in these times we're living in, among among Christian folks, you know, because we often um, don't understand what it means to be spiritual or religious. We seldom know the differences. So it's very important we, we tackle this, um, this, this issue. So thank you very much again for this topic. You know what, let's just, let's just dive into it already. Being spiritual and being religious, they are two separate entities. They are basically opposite entities, parallel lines, and they can't mix. They are two entities. You are either one or the other. You can't, you can't be both. You can't be spiritual and be religious at the same time. You are either religious or spiritual when confronted with challenges, when dealing with issues of life, you, you're either going to approach these um, challenges and issues of life from the religious perspective or from the spiritual perspective. You know, I'm sure you all want you all want to understand what it means to be religious. You know, what what being religious means, what what being spiritual means. How do I differentiate between? being spiritual and being religious i'm sure these are some of the questions that must be popping up in our heads already now because Chris, i'll try and give answers to these questions as much as i can in this um, few minutes that i have you see being religious simply means being human i think that's the simplest way of defining being religious there are tons of definitions out there but my definition is being religious simply means being human seeing things from the human perspective, seeing things from the world's view, using logic to address issues of life. You get addressing challenges of life away from God's ideal, God's principles. That's what, what um, being um, religious means. You know, we are first religious. Everyone, as a matter of fact, is religious. You are born religious. You are born to see things are born to be selfish. You're, some, you're born to see things from your own point of view. You know, we were born into the world system already. That's in operation. So we often easily just follow suit. You know, especially to things we are exposed to in our environment. You get. So being religious is seeing things from the human perspective, away from God's principles, away from God's idea. That's what it means. On the other hand, being spiritual means being led, being being directed, being guided by the Holy Spirit, seeing things from God's perspective, you know, taking what God takes important as important, you know, viewing viewing things, addressing issues of life and challenges the way God would want you to address them. You get so it's, it's, it's it being spiritual doesn't mean it's not it doesn't it's not it's not some um, some 
with dress code, some uh, level of piety, maybe without earrings and all of that. It's not external gimmicks or cliches in church. You know, that level of piety and you know, piousness, you know, like that, that, that were spiritual. No, it, it, it's something on the inside. It's, it's an inside-out experience. That's what it means, being spiritual. Is you addressing things from God's perspective, seeing things from God's perspective. You, you get, you know, it, being religious cuts across every area of life, from business to work to family to your next door neighbor, how you relate to people, human relations, you know, it, it, it cuts across across every area. You know, we, we can see through scriptures how how our Lord Jesus Christ and a few apostles tried to redirect the distorted focus of individuals, you know, in the early days to what is far more important, to what God deems important, to what at the time, so to speak, is termed spiritual. You get let's look at the analogy of the Corinthian church and what they were passing through at the time. In First Corinthians 3, we could see that Paul was addressing this set of persons who were taking sides, who were we are living in strifes and envy and probably in, in factions. So we're saying I'm of Paul, so we're saying I'm of Apollos, so we're saying I'm of Christ. We're living in divisions and Paul's trying to curb these issues or trying to um, talk to them and try, try to address them. In the, in the first verse, he said, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto, unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Wow. We could replace that canal with religious. So we could just reread the first verse again and say, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto religious, even as unto babes in Christ. You get Paul was addressing the Corinthian church. They were using sentiment, they were using um, prejudice, they were using. Um, being judgmental, taking fashions, taking side. And Paul was like saying, hey, you are not seeing things from God's perspective. You are not thinking what God takes important as important. You are just using your own idea, your worldview, your human factor to address these issues and you are taking sides. That's not what's important. You get, in, in verse 3, he said something. He said, he was not asking them questions in verse 3. He said, for, for and he was talking to them in verse 3. He said, for ye are yet canon, for whereas therein among there is among you envying and strife and divisions. You see, these are signs to knowing that we are being religious. When we start having issues within ourselves, you know, we're having quarrel, we're having divisions, we're having envy, bitterness, probably even resentment. So verse 4, he says, he talks, he asks them, he says, for why one why one said, I'm of, I'm of Paul and another, I'm of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Are ye not religious? Who then is Paul? Who then is Apollos? They're not just ministers whom you believed. So you're asking them these questions, even as the Lord has given them to you. You see, we often easily see things from our own perspective. You know, we just, we just, we just, we don't, we don't want to see things through God's eyes. And Paul came in and said, hey, I have planted. I'm a wise master builder. Apollos have watered. But you know what's important? You know what being spiritual means right now, right here, in this situation right now? But God gave the increase. See, that's, 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 that's a key word there. You see, many, they, they were taking fashions. 
But Paul was busy trying to redirect them to what's important, to the spiritual aspect, to the spiritual aspect of that situation at the time. So that's I think that's the issue we are facing in the church these days. We see people, you know, taking sides. You know, we are just arguing. Have that, you know, this forcing this this argument. You know, fighting within ourselves, running with half truth on top of our uh, high horses. You know. The denominational preferences and all of that, trying to fight within ourselves. And when God is otherwise saying, Hey folks, can't you see what I'm saying? Can't you see things from my own perspective? Can't you see I'm trying to work something different among you and all of that? You know, even Christ Himself tried to redirect the distorted focus of the scribes and Pharisees. They came and they went to accuse him of wrong judgment, either for or against the woman caught in adultery. And you know what? Christ, you know, stooped down I was writing on the floor and I could literally hear him say hey friends hey buddy are you guys are you guys are you guys daft of, of knowledge are you guys not understanding that uh, what is important in here is not whether you, whether you you are right or wrong it's, it's, it's about the salvation I'm here to bring it's about the redemption I'm trying to bring to mankind you get I was trying to tell them that is anyone among you who is without sin? Let me first cast the stone. It, it, it didn't stand for the woman. Then I was against the woman calling adultery. It wasn't against the Pharisees or for them. He redirected that focus towards important. Can't you see that what I'm here to do is to change you inward out? So, so it's very important for us to see things from God's perspective, from the spiritual side of things. You know, we are fighting against, we are arguing against, uh, arguing about tithing, about offerings and all of that. And God is literally saying, hey, are you guys joking? Like, like you are just seeing things from the religious aspect of, 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 of life, from the religious perspective. Are, are you, are you not seeing things from our perspective? Are you not seeing what I'm trying to, 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 to teach you or in, in, in life is to trust in me, is to have trust in me? You see, in in Luke in in Luke chapter eighteen, you could see the story of a young ruler who was quick to affirm how much he kept the commandments from his youthful days. He was like popped off by seemingly good deeds over the years, neglecting the one thing he lacked, which is trust in God. He was eagerly, basically, he was just he was greatly sorrowed when Christ asked him to sell all that he had and distribute to the poor. Just just like some of us would do, you know, Lord, I obey you, I pay my tithe, I I I um, I, I don't steal, I don't smoke, I don't drink. You see, you are seeing things from the human perspective. You are putting yourself in the place of perfection, which no one can be perfect. In fact, literally no one is perfect. So we are seeing things from, you are putting yourself in the place of perfection. Hey, God, I'm not like that, brother. I'm not like that. No, no, no. Christ asked the young ruler and said, yeah, I haven't done all that. You have obeyed all commandments, but it's this one thing you lack. You see, when we boast of the things we've done to God, he often shows us the one thing we lacked. Or the one thing we lack at the time. So it's not just about being perfect. It's not about seeing things from your perspective. It's about knowing what's important. So the young woman left, you know, in sorrow. It was really sorrow when Christ asked him to sell all that he had. You know, he literally the money, money literally had him. Okay. So being religious and being spiritual, they are they, they can they are two different sides. They are two different. Two different things, two different areas of life. You, you cannot be one and be another. 
get at the same time. So you either choose to say, fine, what, what would God do at that point in time? Like for example, now you have you have you have you have money to you have like your, your, maybe your tithe is is ten thousand naira, for example. And you're supposed to take that ten thousand to church, you know, to to sow your seed and your tithe and all of that. And you have a next door neighbor who probably is dying of hunger and came to you to ask me for maybe a thousand naira or two. And you have this ten thousand spare for you, and which is the only thing you could spare, and it is a, a tithe. It's something you should give to God, and you refuse to give to that next door neighbor because you are supposedly religious. So at that point in time, in your mind you are doing the right thing, but in God's eyes, that's 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 wrong. But your, but your pastors and your ministers will, will say it is best to pay your tithe. Get the way insinuate insinuates that it's best to pay your tithe than to give to your neighbor because if you don't know that the devourer will devour you and all of that and all those those causes that accompanies not being God but you know what's important putting a smile on putting a, putting a smile on someone's face on someone's face you know helping that 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 neighbor in needs you know sparing sparing what you have for, for someone to, to 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 be happy you know like lending to the needy when 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 needed you get when needed so being religious is everything we do outside outside god it's doing things taking matters into our hands not taking what god takes important as important it's a broad topic though but i want there's something which i want us to take home from all of this you see you can be serving god in your life and be religious what it means is that you you don't sit back and see what God wants you to see. In fact, as a matter of fact, the pulpit and the the ministries they are not really doing much justice to all of this. They're, you know, you know they make you feel that anything you do outside the house of God is not really unto God. No, 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 no. That's not the way God sees it. Even Christ was giving a, making an, an analogy and said that the man was wounded, the Samaritan was wounded and the priest and the Levite, they all passed, passed him and one good Samaritan came and helped the man that was wounded at the time. So it was like, who has done the, the, the right thing? You see, it is not just your title, it's not just about what you do, it is about doing, seeing things from God's perspective, it's about obeying God at that point in time. It's about, let's say for example, it's about just being sensitive to the promptings of the Spirit of God. It's a choice. You can choose. You can choose to be religious. You can choose to be kind, to be, to be, to be spiritual. It's, it's a choice. It's a choice. You cannot be at the middle. Of course, you can't. You either choose to see things in your own point of view, in the human point of view, through logic, or see things from God's perspective. So being spiritual simply means being led, being led by the Spirit of God, being led by the Spirit of God. And you cannot be led by the Spirit without having a, a, a continuous relationship with Him, you know, knowing how, knowing how He speaks, knowing His ways of doing things you get. So studying God's Word and knowing the idea for yourself, you know, it's not just about what your pastors tell you. They are not wrong. Their motive may be right, but their approach most likely is always you know, default, defaulted. They always have issues with their approaches and all of that. Because anyone can preach anything from scriptures. And an herbalist can just take the scriptures 
and preaching it out of it. It is a book of misery. But the word of God that is that is um, that is to you, that is applicable to you at that point in time, is God's word. So it is simple. Seeing things from your own point of view, using sentiment, placing a feather on the cap of someone who has money, who has much more to offer to you because he's blessed, and leaving the poor, someone that is that can't give some give something back in return, is being religious. Of course, even even reserving a special seat for that wealthy rich politician is really being religious. You know, despising others. You know, these are just I'm just these are natural phenomena. We have first class, we have economic economic class, we have business class. We are being religious. We are being human. We are we are putting people in in structure. In, in, we, are, we are putting them in in different places of importance. But God sees every one of us is the same. The sun that shines to the poor shines on the rich. You know, the same rain everywhere. You know, the same morning and night. So, that's, so the more we try to see things from God's perspective, the more spiritual we become. So being religious is seeing things from your perspective. Being human and being spiritual simply means seeing things from God's perspective. So I'm sure I've been able to like differentiate between these two. So it's not about right or wrong. It's about what God takes important. It's not about what your do's and don'ts. It's not about rules and regulations of written codes. You know, it's about doing obeying God at that point in time. It's about digging deep into yourself and see, yeah, what is the Lord saying? What can I do right? What would Jesus do at that point in time? You get so. It's a, it's 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 something you decide. You decide. You either decide to be religious or be spiritual when confronted with challenges, in a dilemma, in a situation, whatsoever. So it's a choice. It's a choice we have to make. It's a choice we have to make daily, 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 daily. For example, you're working in a place. Uh, let's say you are working in an etiquette setter and you are. A, you are a, let's say you are a nurse. You are a nurse, and it's because you you it's very easy for you to respect the doctors, respect other healthcare workers in the same level with you, and despise the the oddly the assistants. But you do you know do you know that oftentimes these persons are also humans too. They have, they have some things they know actually four walls of the hospital that could help us that we wouldn't get because we are not relating to them the way we should. So. See, everything outside God's ideal way of doing things is religious. It's being religious. But when you start addressing issues of life, seeing things the way God would see them, then you are truly spiritual. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. I'm sure that everything being said by me and my guest speakers we've all learned a lot and we've learned one or two things and I believe that with this little piece our mindset we begin to change and we begin to understand that being spiritual doesn't really make us or doesn't really depend on our religion it all depends on our mindset and the way we see things through the eyes of God, as my guest speaker, Erao, said. Well, it has been a pleasure 
thanks to Alasai Lefu Paul and thanks to Precious Herau Yese. I'm grateful and I'm honored to have you guys on this show. And most of all, thanks to God for making this a success. And I hope and I pray that with this, a lot of us are going to learn a lot. Well, this is Great Area Season 1, Episode 3. The differential concept between being spiritual and religious. Don't forget that you owe yourself an atom of enlightenment every day. This is your host, Ulu Olivetriku, signing out. I would love to see you in my next episode. Don't forget to share among your friends, just as you've learned. Also share with them so they, can, they too can learn. If everybody has an enlightenment or has an upgrade of enlightenment with them every day, they will be able to live a good life and we all can live happily as one. Well, see you in my next episode. Peace out.